0: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Is posted. Hey, everybody. Rex League Project. How the heck are you? It's another day in paradise, another day out here in Southern Colorado. I have the opportunity to be speaking with Jay Campbell right now. And Jay, you are a legend amongst legends. You have uh, you've brought a lot of light into my life and my mind, and we've had some great conversations and, and great experiences, met some amazing people also uh, along the way. And so today we're going to talk about raising your vibration of your mind to where you're actually connected to your higher self versus the ego's reptilian mind. And they all have their place. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but we're going to talk about how to reach that higher level of consciousness, that different level of consciousness. And Jay, you've been doing fantastic with the coders of truth, man. We've been doing uh, you know, some amazing episodes. And I would recommend people go watch the decoders of truth episodes under Forbiddenknowledge.tv. TV. Billy Carson has a, a really cool network where we've done some great shows. And Peru is coming up here in a few months. So I, you know, I haven't been able to confirm that I can go to that, but I'm, I'm going to work on I've it. I've already manifested it, bro. You'll be there. Okay. It's okay. all good. Awesome. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. And where do we start, man? So much is going on right now. And today is the day to manifest the most. Like yeah. literally where the planets are aligned in the star charts, starting yes. on the third and all the way until today, there's going to be this opening where we can manifest our, our thoughts much faster and let's do it
2: beautiful man uh there, so i know you know this i didn't know this until since, until yesterday but all that is true there tomorrow is the biggest supermoon of this year and i think the biggest supermoon of the 21st century uh from a magnification standpoint now before you know we get attacked jay the birth is flat and the moon is a fake this is the dome and it's the Truman Show I mean whatever it is it will be magnificently uh voluminously bright tonight and my wife and I were taking pictures I should actually show you but I don't want to take rabbit hole but we were doing pictures of the moon last night when we were walking our dogs and bro I had orbs in the pictures and you know my wife you know, took pictures. We have the same phone, 13 Pro Plus. We just upgraded our phone for the first time in three years. I finally was like, oh my God, my phone won't work. I got to get a new phone. That's another story. We can talk about EMFs. But I got the new phone and I'm like, your phone is the same as my phone and it doesn't have the orb. So, I mean, I, I, I'll show you off air. I got some incredible pictures. But yes, the moon, the alignment of astro- astrological alignments, there's all sorts of amazing t- things going on right now. So we can manifest. Let me just say first, I love and appreciate you. I'm always humbly privileged and grateful to be here on your show. You have an amazing audience. You are an amazing human being. And the opportunity to speak to other people so that you and I can create a resonant, coherent frequency is most important. Uh, And I think that today's show, I have not done this yet. As I told you, I am speaking uh, to Tony Robbins' Biohacker University at the end of August about this. And it's like the first presentation, I think, of its type. And it's really about, you know fully optimizing the body mind heart and soul and like how can we do this in today's day and age and so you know i really want to speak to your audience about frequency as you just said and you know something you said that's really important and you know we can get into and i can share the slide deck and you know and i don't have to share the slide deck we can just talk about topics i'll say things and you can respond we can make it conversational but people really do have to understand that the reptilian consciousness which is our ego which is the personality Which is Rex Bear and Jake Campbell, has a very important place on in our consciousness field as human beings, because without it, we would not be able to stay alive. We would not be able to survive calamitous events. The ego is what allows us to react and to defend ourselves and all that stuff. So it is very, very much needed in a physical body so i I know a lot of people especially in the spiritual community get confused about that when they hear the word reptilian but the truth is is the reptilian brain is the left side you know again the logical side of us and the right brain is you know the mammalian the heart-centered or the heart-based awareness which is truly the higher self which is you know your aspect or your access to divinity and so, you know, I'll stop. We can, we can go any direction you want with it. But obviously, you know, I have a really awesome presentation here that talks about a lot of these things in a very
1: understandable way. Well, I'd like to see the presentation. So, okay, thank you. I mean, if you're okay
2: with it, dude, I'm happy to go. And, and obviously, with this, it's even better because we can do good, kind of like a TED Talk. And you can just stop me, you know, when you see something you want to talk about. So, let me share. Ready? Great. All right, rock and roll. All right, let me know if you see it.
1: Yep.
2: Okay, awesome. So like I said, guys, uh, this is a presentation I'm doing for Tony Robbins' Biohacker University at the end of August. I don't know when it comes out, but I'm actually doing like a live TED Talk in Miami in uh, end of August in uh, the hotel where it's at. But uh, So this is the first time I've presented this other than to myself and my private group. So I'm really grateful, Rex, to have this to your audience right because you have a lot of people so thank you um so how spirituality alchemizes the body mind heart and soul um so i'm just gonna you know start right off and again you stop me you know say whatever you want but so service devotion and connection to the one which you know most people know of as god source all that is whatever so uh the first part of like really truly integrating this or alchemizing this in you know what people would think of spiritual training and and you know this but spiritual training is not the church it's not Sunday it's not uh, it's not you know Islam or Catholicism or Protestantism or Judaism or any of that this is you know just spirituality not uh, religiosity from you know Abrahamic teachings or even Eastern teachings but the first part of spiritual training. Uh, involves learning that our connection to the creator is obviously our higher self or our divine ego. Our divine ego is an immortal, indivisible, and highly evolved aspect of our soul, okay? And it's the part of us that knows we are God. Now, if you go back to, uh, you know, the Gnostic teachings, the Nag Hammadi, and then, of course, even the Bible, and who knows how much of the Bible has been corrupted and corrupted, but the bottom line is, is that Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus, the Christ, the Christos, he said, the kingdom of God is within you. This is what he meant. The divine ego, which is our higher self, is the kingdom within you. So each of us has this connection to divinity in us. It's about learning to connect with it and bring it out, which I'll get to later um, you know, in this presentation. But I mean, Ian, I'm just going to kind of skip through. Recognition that you are the one. There is no separation. So the most important thing to take today from this presentation is to recognize that all of us are connected rex you've got a thousand people come on your show and talk about unity but this is how we have to understand that we really are connected because we're not separate from the field or the energy the frequency the divine union of god again through our higher self and separation is what makes us you know live in duality which is what we've all essentially you know uh consented to by coming into the third dimension right because we understand there's duality i'm going to get to love law of attraction but i want to talk about the four principles of creation because they're 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 encompassed in this um these are very very important to understand okay i have the four principles of creation and then the five keys to manifesting joy but this is for anyone and for everyone um what is love you hear love all the time rex from people that say oh unconditional love brother peace you know, it's all about love and love for everything. Most people get this confused because they think of love as like their love for their kids or the love for their wife or the love for their dog. But love really means that the indigenous of Mesoamerica, which we will go meet at the end of this year, talk about as Ani. And Ani is divine reciprocity. It is a reverence for all things. The trees. The animals, the insects, the wind, the rivers, everything is conscious, everything is sentient, and then everything associated should be, you should treat with the golden rule do as, do as, do as to others, right? So, like when you get to that level, that's what love is, and love is allowing, okay? So, when you know that you are loved and you feel this love, you can begin to master life. The universal laws, what you were talking about before, manifestation, right? Creating, which I'll get to. The second Uh, principle of creation is health and well-being. All of us naturally were born with the idea that it's okay to be healthy. Illness and disease are literally the result of our beliefs, okay? We program our physical reality based on our beliefs, right? So if we encounter sickness or disease or imperfect health, our thoughts can overcome that, but we can also label that disease as an identification for us. And so our disease becomes worse, right? Like how many people have you met in your life who say my sciatica, you know, or this illness or that illness that they're themselves based on that illness or that disease state or whatever it is. And so then it becomes a part of them. And then now they've programmed their cells to think that they are diseased or sick um and again again this is from separation the original fear right that we are separated from god from the source field the energy whatever you want to call it you know a lot of people have different beliefs of what god is um but understanding your fears are imagined you can absolutely free yourself from the original cause of illness and disease now look there's a lot of guys rex that have written books men and women who've written books you know louise hay i forget the other guy uh who's very famous for this that you can, you can cure yourself of any illness through through mental, you know, fortitude, meditation, you know, deep inner reflection, contemplation, introspection. And it's absolutely true, you know. And Louise Hay has even gone deeper. She's taken, like, every malady, every illness, whether you have a back issue, a leg issue, a head issue, a, you know, upper torso issue, and she's defined it relative to the thought pattern. So, like, for example, like, if you have upper back problems, She's defined it as you have financial issues in your life. <laughs> I always think of the Rex Bear statement, bills and issues. Everybody's got them. Right? I like just you said, said that that my last me. podcast. Were you listening to that? You said that like six years ago to me, and I've like probably repeated it a thousand times, right? Because it's a very profound statement. So we define our physical health by the way we program ourselves. So, like even for me in my times in my life, whenever I've had financial issues, which there have been many times. Uh, my upper back seizes up right so bottom line is there's great people who've written books and collated all this information and you can literally collate disease and illness relative to the mindset that you have around that condition Uh, the third principle of creation is abundance okay this is literally our life's primary purpose to live in abundance right to move beyond lack scarcity and limitation poverty lack and scarcity stem from our primal fear, which again is separation from source God. Let me let me break it down for people to understand this even better. Rex, our parents, our parents' parents came from the depression. Their entire mindset and, and, and belief systems were created around scarcity from being living in the depression. I mean, you think about all of that all-encompassing energy field from having nothing, bread wines, rationing food going to bed starving at night so you know this is literally collectively hundreds of millions if not you know ultimately billions of people who were affected you know who were born after but you know their parents and and you know were affected by it too and you know your parents and my parents raised us with scarcity and limiting beliefs and 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 probably poverty mindset because again that's what they came from so when you get to an awareness that it's okay to overcome that, you know, mentally to, to live your life in abundance. um, And again, you are the source of your own abundance by your thoughts. You can absolutely overcome that, but that is a very difficult uh, control lever to overcome. You know, and again, maybe you could make an argument that we might be going into that again. And so, you know, our kids, it's going to be important that we don't teach that mindset to our children because we might be going into, you know, a significant financial decline. It seems like that's what, you know, the, Whoever is architecting behind the veil wants, but bottom line is by uncovering your beliefs concerning lack and scarcity, you will create or can create abundance in every aspect of your life. So then the last one, which is really important, and this is you and me every day of our lives, is creativity. It's the core of our soul, right? It is the nature of us to be creative individuals. We are driven to create experience. Because that service, which is to the collective, which is all of humanity, and really all of life. I don't even like saying humanity because we know there's all sorts of shifters, right? So source creation experiences what we create. So the religious folks will get mad and stuff and say, that's not true, Jay. Source and God is omnipotent, you know. And it knows everything, and it doesn't care about our experiences. That's not true. I mean, if you understand anything about quantum physics, you understand that the universe is evolving. You know, it's contracting and it's expanding. You know, on and onward. And you know, all great uh, theoretical scientists, you know, whether they're uh, Newtonian or you know, expanded quantum, um, you know, talk about the expansion in the creation cycle. So we know that we are driven to create as beings. So as you create. You discover more of who you are through the observation of your creation. So think about Rex Bear. How many podcasts have you done? How many people's lives have you impacted? Literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. I mean, I would argue millions through your creation of this content, for your creation of this channel, through your creation of this energy field that you have created around the world in this universe that we're living in right now you've created the leak project and so many thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of people have benefited from your
1: creativity okay so if you have any man, questions or you want to comment please do well yeah first of all thank you i'm gonna to have to open up a window now because speaking of the ego it's getting pretty big you're a very kind man jay i really appreciate you man you know to- ego
2: bro it's all true man i don't BS people you know that
1: well, thank you. That means a lot to me. And um, I bet you there's previous lives or maybe even this one somewhere where everybody that I've helped has helped me in some way. And just being able to totally. do a podcast, you know, just being able to talk about this stuff and people watching the shows, that helps me just as much because I if I wasn't doing it here, I'd be doing it somewhere else. Right. I mean, I grew up and I've always been different. I've always been the redheaded stepchild without red hair, which is cool. And uh, like the, the lone wolf. But I love people, and I see. You know, growing up, I saw people not really understanding the big picture, and I tried to help them, and I and I did my best to help them. And I would talk about the same kind of stuff when I worked for you know Fortune 500 companies, and and I even had my boss coming up to me, He's like, "Hey, man, can we talk about something else? You're freaking everybody out." Yeah, like, "Oh yeah, all right, sorry about that." So thank you, Jay, and and thank you everybody that's watching this podcast and all the podcasts that you've watched. Because I appreciate you, and you're being the change. You're making a difference. I mean, when I when I watched movies on Netflix and Amazon that are using the exact same lines that I have used previous, you know, it could be a – maybe they never saw the shows. It just was part of the universal ether. Or maybe they did, and they're like, okay, we're going to put that in the film. And I'm just like, awesome. That's great. Like The Atom Project. Excellent movie. Yep. Atom yep. Project. I love the name, right? Leap Project, The Atom Project. Yep. Great. Great acting. And so then uh, Ryan says, be the change you want to see. And that was a very powerful. Like, I've heard that before. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of adopted it from Gandhi, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Sure, some sure. So I didn't originate it myself, but it, I did want to make it a little, lo- tweak it a little bit to where I thought it sounded the most, the, had the most impact, the least amount of words. And I think it does. I think it uh, makes people think about who they want to be, what they want to be, what they want the world to be. So this is a great presentation, man. Please continue. It's It's true that some
0: things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
2: the statement, and it resonated with me the first moment that you spoke to me back in 2016 bro actually i think we had our first show in 2015 and then 2016 is when we did decoders of truth i mean it goes back man it's amazing but yes everything i'm saying about you is true you you've changed the world you've changed hollywood i mean all of us have contributed to this and you know there is the energetic equation to what you said you know if you push it into the ether And then because it is a resonant frequency, it finds other-like fields, which are resonant and coherent, and then it expands. And then, you know, again, the hundred monkey, one person becomes a hundred, a hundred becomes a thousand, and so on and so forth. So I'll go back to sharing, because this is, like, I think, my favorite part of the lecture. So, you know me, I've been on your show to talk about this many times. I mean, everything is vibration, right? Like, if you've, you know, read any books on... Uh, the hermetic teachings or the Gnostics. And and again, I know you've interviewed countless people who talked about this. Everything on planet earth in the third dimension has a vibrational frequency. The rocks are vibrating. Our dogs are vibrating. You and I are vibrating. And so the, the level of the vibration is what determines essentially the energy that you experience in your life. So to, to, to manifest joy in your life there are five keys and let me talk about them the first one and by the way I, I used a lot of these photos from my first trip to peru back in 2019 you know so we'll be walking through that exact same picture you know in a, in a couple of months you know hopefully um but self-appreciation okay this is the number one issue for every single one of us until we Integrate this as a trauma field, and we overcome this. And appreciating yourself is literally the most important thing you can do to raise your frequency, to raise your vibration. It enhances your ability to create through the acknowledgement of your gifts, your vibration. So, again, your consciousness. And this is, of course, you guys, for you guys not familiar with me and Rex talking about this, this is Dr. Hawkins's field, the calibrated field from zero to a thousand of consciousness. Your vibration increases as you align with the universal truths of I am love and I am powerful. So think about that. Now, let me give you guys something to, to calibrate this. Most people, and this is, mo- this is even way worse in men than women. Most people don't understand the statement, okay? If you do not love and trust yourself, you cannot love and trust anyone else. Now, you say that to a father, who has five kids, three kids, two kids, who's happily married to his wife, and they'll literally usually want to punch you in the face and say, "You're full of shit. I love my wife and kids more than I than anything. And it's like if you don't understand that you don't love yourself as you know first and foremost, you can't ultimately love your wife and kids in the way that you think you do. And again, a lot of people resist this, but this is an awareness that comes from getting to a place, of loving and trusting yourself and i did not love and trust myself i'm 51 i did not love and trust myself until literally i was 44 years old okay i went through life i did a lot of things you know in the matrix i made a lot of money i traveled i did all these things but i was not who i am today because i did not love and trust myself so through you know, inner work and, you know, spiritual exploration and, you know, reading books of self-improvement, you know, talking to my beautiful, amazing wife who really mentored me through this, meeting people like Rex, Robert Stanley, Billy Carson, Matt LaCroix, Gerald Clark, all these amazing people that I met, they taught me the value of like raising my frequency, doing things to raise my frequency. I remember in the very beginning when I first started talking to you, Gerald used to have personal conversations with me. He said, you swear too much. You're a brilliant guy, but you swear too much. you got to stop speaking like that. And I was like, huh? And then, you know, once he explained it to me, I was like, wow. You know, so, I mean, we're all going through these stages of awareness and we're all getting to this place of like contribution and wanting to raise our field and our frequency. But we're all, as you know, Rex, walking the path at different rates and speed. Number one, to truly expand your energy of joy and creating joy in your life um number two and this is a huge one too all of these are huge truthfully but allowing most of you guys watching the show or will watch the show in the recording and by the way let me say what rex said to echo you thank you guys i love all of you even the trolls even the haters because without you guys rex and i wouldn't be here right now so thank you Thank you for all the things that you do. Thank you for watching our videos. Thank you for sharing our videos. Thank you for all the things you do. Humbly, humbly grateful for you. Allowance is huge because you've heard of acceptance. You know, the, the ancient gurus and the sages and the mystics and the wisdom teachers would always talk about acceptance. You know, Buddha talks about acceptance. But allowance is even bigger because you can accept something but then not allow it. And truthfully, when you allow everything to happen it's literally the key to living a life full of love, right? So for free will to exist, there has to be allowance. Everything is happening as it is divinely intended, always and in all ways. That's my statement. I stole it from this guy, but I added to it. He just said, everything is happening as it's divinely intended. And so I added always and in all ways. So when you get to that level of awareness, you will stop resisting things that happen to you that you define as negative. Because if you really truly see that there's only God and then there's us in these third dimensional body incarnations or, you know, whatever you want to call it, manifestations and avatars, you know, avatar part two is coming out this winter. I'm sure that's going to be interesting. But we're in these physical bodies as spiritually infinite beings to evolve and grow our soul. Then you got to allow everything to happen because that's part of how it works. Right. So, again, resistance, this awareness this causes a blockage of universal life force energy. And by the way, universal life force energy is chi. Orgone energy prana uh you know there's other ways to define it the ether the energy field field, biofield bioenergy quantum energy scalar energy it's all the same okay so you guys know gratitude i'm not going to spend much time on gratitude but gratitude is huge you can tell from me i am in a place of gratitude in my life now i thank everyone for my opportunities i go to bed and i thank i send energy to my mom and dad and and, and other people in my life that i feel are not as aware Because I truly am grateful that they brought me into this planet. You know, they had sex and they created me, right? And, you know, for all our ups and downs and stuff like that, I'm grateful to them as my parents, just as I'm grateful to all of you watching the show. I'm grateful to Rex for creating this opportunity for me to express my energy and my frequency. But gratitude is so huge. You know, if you're not in a place of gratitude, start waking up in the morning and spend three minutes writing down two things that you're grateful for. It'll change your life. I know, and I know it's cliche and there's a million books out there and podcasts that talk about it, but it really is true. Um, as you practice gratitude and you acknowledge um, what you have, you shift not your just your focus, but you actually shift the vibration of resonance into the direction of more of the things that you desire. So again, gratitude is the acknowledgement of the love you have, right? As you acknowledge everything with gratitude, you begin to radiate love. And then you draw more of health and well-being and abundance into your life. And this is so true. And I'm going to get to um, creating your reality and you know, the law of resonance later. But you know this is right where it is. What you focus on tends to manifest. So you never, ever focus on what you don't have. You always focus on what you want more of. And most people get caught up in the lack aspect of things, which we already kind of covered. And so they're focusing on the lack or the lack of or you know wanting instead of, i mean sort of not having instead of wanting so always focus on what you desire okay forgiveness huge one for me uh a lot of people have things that happen to them in their life that they can't overcome they can't forgive quote unquote person that wronged them or did something bad so if you can get to a place where you let go of everything again this unattachment that creates health and well-being You know, if you never have anybody who's your enemy think about this going through your life, how can you get sick? How can you have resistance? So, you know, next line, if you're unwell, there's always something to forgive. That's absolutely true. Anyone who is sick with cancer, the sea, you know, anything, you know, you have somebody to forgive. You're, You're holding on to anger and resentment, rage, you know, animosity, whatever it is. There's no reason for it. You only have right now. And then forgiveness is remembering the truth of who you really are. If you have not forgiven, you will not remember that you are loved beyond measure, right? You're not separate from frequency and energy of source creation. Now, this is my biggest issue right now. So to this day, no matter how much I work, the human ego, the reptilian consciousness judges perceptually and visually everything that we come into contact with, right? If you're walking down a big busy city street. And you see a person who's overweight, you're like, "Oh, look at that fat person." Or you see a, you know, African American or Asian or Indian or whatever, you know, ethnic creed or whatever, and you instantly, your brain, your ego is like, "Oh, that's a black person. Oh, that's an Asian person. Oh, that's an Indian person." This is unavoidable because this is just how our mind, our ego, our personality quantifies. So it's critically important to understand that you know that you are going to quote unquote judge things reactively for certain reasons again mostly for survival but you got to come to a place where you're like not judging people negatively right and so it's an integral part that we are the creator of our own reality when we judge we're stating there is right and wrong and when we state that there is right and wrong we are stating there's no freedom of choice which we know that's not true so when you state you have no freedom of choice then you say you are not the creator of your own reality and You're giving your power away. You're disempowering yourself because essentially you're vibrating in victimhood. You're not accountable. You're not personally responsible. It's not my fault. So-and-so, the white hats are coming to save me. My doctor said, right? So you're disempowered. You you are your own savior. So every judgment is about your lack of love for yourself. That's crazy to think like that. But when you judge another person or another, you know, thing – that's something reflecting back into you, right? Because we are projecting our reality at all times. We are literally a mirror. We are a a universal conscious mirror of our thoughts. So every time somebody goes on Rex's channel and writes a nasty thought to Rex, that's how they feel about themselves. That is their projection of their reality. And now they are spinning it into the ether because that's how they feel. So all of us, when we react you know instinctually out of survival which is our reptilian consciousness that's how we feel about ourselves when we make that energy frequency statement comment you know uh voicemail whatever and it's negative that's our reptilian consciousness so it's just something to recognize and again to overcome from a standpoint of like loving and trusting yourself how to work on that all right so uh, going into creating our own reality
1: and talk about the law of Do you have any comments I think this is fantastic, and no, I don't. I'm just listening. There's a lot of background noise right now, so it's it's nice that you're doing the majority of the talking because it's raining like crazy. And, oh, it's awesome! Uh, but I can hear you great, and I just want you to keep going, man. I don't even want to interrupt. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna listen here. So thank you. Okay, awesome, man. Okay, guys. So moving into this,
2: um, very important for you uh, watching and listening to this to understand that all of us do create our own reality, okay? And, you know, reality creation, quantum physics, whatever you want to call this, most people know it as the law of attraction. The uh, hermetic teachings or teachers called this, the Gnostics, they called this the law of resonance, right? So very important, you know, close your eyes, you know, picture this right now in your mind, like think of what you want the most in your life and nothing else, okay? And then imagine you having that experience. So imagine it as uh Neville Goddard, the great author, says, the wish fulfilled. Okay. And if you, you know, just sit there maybe for 10 seconds, whatever it is, seeing it as as like an energy or an energetic vibration of like having exactly what you want. In order to create reality in the third dimension, as you know, Rex was talking about this at the beginning of the show. manifestation in the third dimension comes from very important. Listen, focused thoughts. Okay. Which is thinking it. And then it's conscious words, which is feeling it. You're speaking it into existence and you're feeling the vibration of those words. And then it's allowing it, which is the loving action. And then you create. Right. So it takes like, for example, if we want to quantify this to create like, you know, more money, however you define that. And that's, you know, whatever. You know, I don't have judgment of that. If you want to create more money, you have to do all those things over time and you can create that reality. Now, if we were in a higher state of awareness, dimension, vibration, however you want to look at it, you could actually think it and instantly manifest it. Now, we're obviously not there in this third dimension. So reality creation in the third dimension requires focused thoughts, conscious words, and then massive loving action. That's how you will create your reality, right? So the universe responds to your thinking. And the third dimension is the world of comparison with two sides. This is important. You have a negative pole, which is the lack of what you want, and the positive pole, which is the having of what you want. Very important. The universe can only deliver to you that what you focus upon. So you don't ever want to focus on not having. You want to focus on having and to have, right? So comparison helps you know what you want by what you don't want. So comparison, you know, you've heard of that statement, comparison is the thief of all joy. It's still cool to experience what you don't want, but you never want to focus on what you don't want. And that's the problem is that many people who are again, you know, down here in the red chakra uh, vibrating in what I call fear or victimhood are always focused on what they don't have and not willing or not capable of being empowered to create what they do have. And so again they're not capable of taking ownership, they're disempowered, they're, you know, not personally accountable or responsible. So you can change that. doesn't matter where you are, where you find yourself right now watching the show, whether you're watching it live or you're watching it in the rerun. You can change exactly where you find yourself right now by, again, conscious words, focused thoughts, and massive loving action. Okay? So don't forget that. Uh, desire is the separator. Rex has an amazing, overwhelming desire to create amazing content from other amazing creators who have amazing things to say through their research, right? So this is the inner drive of humanity, which, you know, we also know as the seed of the soul. So if you literally add a healthy dose of self-appreciation, which is loving and trusting of yourself, to your desire you're, you don't have any obstacles in life. I mean, think about this for a second, Rex, and you don't have to answer, but how many podcasts have you done? I mean, if you did not have an overwhelming desire to do podcasts, and to benefit literally thousands of other creators and then millions of human beings, I mean, literally, probably because of your audience, if you just did the map, hundreds of millions of human beings, then you wouldn't be doing this. And, and, and again, think of how many people that you've benefited, including myself, right? So success comes from two things and two things only. The absolute desire to become the thing you want to become and ultimately from loving and trusting yourself, which is self-appreciation. You can't have success without those two things. And look, I can tell you guys, as a guy who did not have those things until I was 45 years old, I mean, it's only been six years that I've been in this vibrational energy. Uh, I had all the money that you can imagine. I was a multimillionaire. I I traveled the world. I had the hottest girlfriends and you know, wives. I mean, I had all the material, shiny things. I had all that, and I had none of this. I did not have success because I did not love and trust myself. I did not have self-appreciation. And so anybody that was involved with me, also, I was not loving and trusting as like I could because I...
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.
2: OK, so when creating and this is an interesting one, because, you know, if people can say back, well, they have it like doing porn is good, bro. It feels good. Right. But like, again, there's morality, there's integrity, there's right action as Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus would would define it. So when you're creating, you want to feel good. So this goes back to people that are sitting in cubicles and they go to a job every day that they absolutely hate are you truly creating and feeling good sitting in that cubicle no if you are sitting there defining your life based on your cubicle job because you make a certain amount of money that pays a certain amount of bills and handles a certain amount of issues and makes your wife happy and your kids you know be able to go to this that and the other but you're not happy then you're not truly creating your in consumption and you're living in the matrix you're not creating a reality outside of the matrix, right? You are of this earth and not in this earth or in this third dimension. So you have to feel good about what you're doing to truly radiate and draw energy and power to yourself,
1: okay? So this is how you become a master creator in the third dimension. I've noticed over the past six years approximately since we've been talking, you've probably read over 100 books and you have evolved (laughs) substantially. And Thank you've you. been on this thing with vibration for the past few years, I've noticed, and it's, it's made a difference. And, you know, when you brought up everything is vibration, it makes me think of the 432 Hertz being a specific frequency for up people 440 Hertz is a, you know, it's the opposite of that. It actually takes people down yet. That was brought into the, industry standard for music recordings which is very odd and so even the sounds like here's here's one for you and then i'd like you to continue musicians are magicians that's right that's absolutely right
2: uh i'll take it even further 432 hertz is what is configured for crystal singing bowls for llama and tibetan gongs so it is a, a divine field or energy of frequency from source or creation force. I think, you know, depending on your spiritual inclinations or beliefs, I think it's easier today on this planet to, to define source as creation force, right? Like I, I know I've talked about this before. I'll just share real quick before I jump back into the, uh, the, higher, the higher self. Um, if you've ever done plant medicine, Uh, bufo which is the sonoran desert toad f5 meo you know dmt 5 meo um you can be blasted into the source energy field from that experience you know that you know it alters your consciousness you essentially you kind of leave your body i don't know I, i don't want to compare it to like astral projection or astral traveling but you definitely feel yourself as a consciousness you know existing and um that energy and frequency that you're in when you're in that field, and I've been there many times now, is like almost like an om or an om meditation. And I know I've shared this with you, and I'll just do it for a second, but like I can literally do an om and an om meditation, put my hand right here, take a deep breath, and relax <clears throat> and create the octave and the harmonic frequency that allows me to enter the source field just as I first experienced it when I was doing 5MEO 11 years ago. I swear to God, I did it on a podcast that I was on this morning with a guy in the UK, and anyone can do this. Any one of you guys listening or watching can do this. It, you know, If you do OM and OM meditations all the time, you already have that ability if you're aware of that. And that literally is experiencing the divine energy field of God or source consciousness. That's what it is. It's literally a harmonic energy field and again the bible talks about you know in the beginning was the word and before the word was sound the sound is creation but you don't understand or express or feel that until you've actually been able to enter that field and again near-death experiencers have experienced this field or or felt this field or, or vibrated this field it really is a vibration you're out of your body you don't have hearing you don't have seeing But you literally do feel the vibration of source. And the vibration of source is this amazingly harmonically blissful, resonant, coherent love. It's just love. I mean, when you're in that, you are literally pure bliss, love. Like some people experience it as crying. Some people just experience it like I do or I just have my hand on my heart, even though you don't really consciously aware of that. And you're just expressing the love from your heart. And it's just, it's truly amazing um, to be able to do that uh, and to get to that level of consciousness or awareness. But again, everyone can do it. Not, I'm not special. This is just things that I've done, things I've worked on, you know, part of my, my, uh, my path or my mission, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my purpose, but my mission, you know, to evolve and grow as, you know, my soul through this level's awareness, I, I, I've experienced this. So I'm going to go back to sharing. Is that cool?
1: Dude. You're you're incredible, man. This is absolutely amazing. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, I
2: told you. I told you that this was going to be the best show that you and I ever did together, because I just know that the energy of this is just so all empowering that even the the haters and the trolls of us, you know, w- won't be able to say negative things about this. They may say, "Oh, Jay's gone woo woo," or you know, he's jumped the new age or whatever, you know. But I mean, I just know from my work that this is a field of energy that will help people. So thank you again for the opportunity okay so uh inner guidance this is what rex and i were talking about at the very beginning of the show this is understanding that your divine connection your divine aspect is your higher self now your higher self is also known as your intuition your super conscious wisdom the christ the light of being my favorite is the light of being right because the Matrix wants us doing, doing, doing. And Rex and I are chief doers. We create all these things. But you got to get to a, a, you know, a balance of being, which is when Rex goes out into his river in the backyard and he puts his foot in the river of nature. And again, by the way, nature, I'm going to get to nature in a second. But uh, this is being, it's putting your phone down. It's being present. In fact, I'm going to say this, and I was going to say this, but it's a perfect place to segue The only thing that any of us have right now in this third dimension of absolute insanity, there's just so much craziness happening every moment. You know, all is being revealed, as Robert Staley says, if you have eyes to see. The only thing that any of us have right now is literally the present moment, but it's our presence in the present moment. Think of how profound that is. So right now, you and I, are present in this experience of this podcast. And we have literally thousands of people who are listening or watching or will watch it who are also present. But if you are on your phone or answering emails or doing whatever, and you're not listening, you're not present in the present moment. You're distracted. And this is what, and we're going to get to the duality of good and evil, light and dark. This is what the side, the, the negative side wants you to be they want you to be distracted they don't want you to be present okay i'll get i'll get to that more you know soon but without the presence of inner guidance guidance that comes from outside of you is little use now this is like also where people say i believe so people who are very advanced consciously know because they have done the inner work they have mastered the level of discernment and critical thinking that comes with knowing now, Rex, you know this from Pierre Sabak and a lot of the other people you brought on your show who talk about the root the root of the, the etymological root language of uh, or the etymological root origin of language and how the so, certain let's just call them certain powers who do not like us because they don't like us, Rex, they have initiated or controlled that etymological meaning to invert th- certain words and revert uh, to invert certain meanings and sentences structure and gr- grammar and syntax and all of this. And again, without going into that, cause that's a, I'm not really an expert in talking about that. You know, Pierre is there's other people, uh, what's his name? Uh, the black dude that talks about that. He's amazing. I forget, but uh, there's people that understand that, but they have basically hijacked the languages that we speak. It's not just English. It's pretty much everything to invert meanings of specific words and octaves. Um, so like you have to be aware of some of those things, but when you understand that you are, uh, a character, a characterization of your higher self, which again is your divine act, uh, you will automatically know truth. That's how simple that is. And again, how do you automatically know truth? By Going within meditation, contemplation, introspection, sitting in your backyard, putting your feet in the river, doing this methodically repeatedly with ruthless focus every day 20 minutes 30 minutes whatever you know you could go into my my apple health app and see how many times i've meditated in the last three years it's all in there every single time i finish my chakra beats thing which is what, how i mostly do it it says do you want to save this i was actually looking the other day. there was like oh interesting right but this is this comes from a ruthless focus so um i also say only a pure heart can discern truth. Again, how do you get a pure heart by loving and trusting yourself? It's the only way you can have a pure heart. When you love and trust yourself, you have a pure heart. It's that simple. You are now looking out for the best of everyone that you influence with or create with, or you know your love. It's, it's beyond your loved ones. It goes back again, of unconditional love. When you're unconditionally loving, everything that you come into contract with is divine and sacred to you. So you're not going to litter. You're not going to step on cockroaches. You're not going to go out and shoot animals. But Rex, you can eat meat, right? But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 have a divine reverence for all things. And and by the way, because I made that comment before, you know, anybody attacks me, I always go back to the tr- the uh, uh, the Confessions of the Lost Teachings of Atlantis. Okay. And that, the, the guru, the yogi or whatever in that book who wrote that, John, whatever his name is, he said, look, you can eat it whatever you want, but make sure you humbly give it thanks and praise before it sacrifices for you to eat. So remember for vegans, animals are alive too. End of story, you know, case closed. Again, I don't have a, a, a dog in that hunt. If you are a vegan for spiritual purposes, I send you love and light. I say, that's amazing. Good. God bless you. Just make sure that you you know, get enough essential amino acids and that you are okay and non-judging of people who do eat animals because we all have a choice. And if we choose to eat this, that, or the other, we give it thanks and praise before for dieting itself as a fuel source. Um, the deepest desire of our souls is to become fully conscious while we're in the full physical body, right? So, again, you know, some call this enlightenment, others ascension. But the truth is it literally is, Rex, as simple as this. It's allowing your higher self Guide you as you go through life. Now, not easy to do, right? But I'll I'll show you an example of your higher self. We are physical, vibrating beings. We have our egos, which is our reptilian consciousness, and it is designed to keep us alive. You and I do a meditation, yet say this morning or tomorrow morning, and it's phenomenal. And we go into our place of work. You and I walk, you know, hundred feet, hundred yards, whatever. And we start creating and we do what we do. And in that purpose or in that process, something crazy happens around us. You know, maybe a bomb goes off, you know, or or explosion or a car crash, you know, anything that is part of the third dimension and your ability to react to that. And you have two choices. You can react out of fear and that's your ego and that reptilian consciousness controlling you, or you can respond out of love and that's your higher self. So, Even if you do react instinctively to a bomb going off, if you're allowing your higher self to guide you, you can immediately come back to the center and say, hmm, I'm reacting out of fear right now. Does it serve me to react out of fear? Hmm, No, no, it doesn't. Let me go. Now you're back into that balanced field of allowing your higher self to govern and guide you. And anyone can do this. Again, that's where you got to get to. But it does take work. You can also think of it as like you're getting cut off in traffic. You know, you're in a Zen state and somebody cuts you off in traffic and almost kills you. You know, most people are going to grip the steering wheel, hit the accelerator, get up next to that person and scream at them and, you know, MF them or whatever. That was me. You know, all the way up until I was 44 or 45. Or you can stand and say, wow, that guy must be having a bad day and then smile at them and wave at them and then send them a resonant, coherent vibration or energy field. And now that energy field in their dissonant incoherent frequency transmutes that dissonant carrier wave. And so now you literally have just created from a realistic standpoint, like that person who's raging and angry and wanting to fight most likely is just like looked at you, saying, waving at them to the smile, saying, i send you love and light. they're like, because you just transmuted that energy. And again, anyone can do this, right? So we should recognize that becoming fully connected to our higher self, our superconscious wisdom, the Christ of our own consciousness, the light of being or the divine ego, is the most important part of living in a physical body in the third dimension. Once you attain that state of awareness, I mean, dude, the world is your oyster, but you are going to create so much power and joy and abundance and prosperity and gratitude, and of course, ultimately, wisdom and truth for so many other people. It's it's a profound way to live your life. And again, it's not easy. It definitely takes work, but anyone can get to that place. And again, you know, next, next line is, how is this done? It's literally done through meditation, contemplation, introspection, you know, grounding in nature, which is what I do the most. Be still and know God. You've heard that. Everybody's heard that. It's very cliche, but in this stillness is when the divine downloads into the consciousness that is when you are able to access you know what people call the akashic records i mean rex i have in the last two years and i know you called this out and i'm grateful for this i have been able to come up with answers on podcasts to questions that i don't know because i have this ability now to access that you know quote unquote akashic records hall of records you know what do you call it—the cosmic field of energy and information? You know, all things are there because I've opened myself up to be. You know, I don't want to say a channel because then people think they're channeling. Are you talking to cryon? But you know, I'm I'm literally able to access this information that I otherwise wouldn't have an answer to. And I swear to God, people have asked me off show sometimes. They're like, "How did you know that?" And I literally, I'm like, "Oh, I just did." But that's connecting. To that divine energy stream you know, get through the work and again i'm not different than anyone else rex this is not my, my ego this is my work anyone can do this all the great uh gurus the walter russell's the neville goddard's the joseph benner's like all these amazing people this is they also have this you read their books and you're like this is insane how do they know this and they know this because they worked on themselves they got to a place of love and trust of self, of self-appreciation, and then they did the work. They you know, did this inward reflection, this contemplative practice. Uh, I, could, I should probably get this guy to get him on your podcast, but um, Dr. Udu Erasmus, who's the guy, the father of essential fatty acids, he's a genius. I mean, his books are amazing. He's probably a billionaire. I don't even know. I don't care. He's like almost 90. Rex, he's meditated. He told me more than 30,000 hours of his life. And, you know, I'll give you a link to some of our podcasts. We've done two together. I mean, I don't even say a word, dude. It's like listening to Buddha, the Christ. I mean, the guy is the most unbelievable person I think I've ever met. I've met a couple of amazing people in my life, but just listening to him is just, you can't believe it. And, and again, his awareness and profound level of knowledge and, you know, all the things he comes from is from his sitting in stillness. I even asked him, I'm like, have you ever been so deep in the field that you just decided that you didn't want to come back because it was like, what's the point? And he's like, only once.
3: (laughs) This is such an amazing person. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
2: you know and again there's many people out there i mean rex you know this you've done podcasts i mean there's been yogis and lamas who literally just went deep into meditation and sat there in the lotus position and left and they you know actually projected or traveled into a higher dimension or whatever and their bodies stayed there in perfect preserved physical form because they were capable of raising their you know you, know, you think of it as a light body but they were able to raise their consciousness so much that their consciousness kept their physical body working you know, there's all sorts of stories about that I don't know how long you can live but I mean you know you think about it it could be gone much deeper so uh, the next section is uh, mother nature and how uh, it is really our connection and, and co-creation because nature is God nature is the source field mother earth gaia whatever you want to call that. that is divinity And you can easily access this and feel this and know this by just going into nature. Climb an 18,000-foot peak, a 15,000-foot peak, go into the wilds of the mountains. You know, Matt talks about this. Rex, I know you talk about this. I mean, you're constantly out there in nature, seeking, finding, you know, searching, you know, ruins and all sorts of crazy stuff. And the energy of nature is the energy of God. And all of the indigenous talked about this for thousands of years. But this is literally... The field of source, the field of heaven, the field of consciousness itself, you know, quantum consciousness. And, you know, I I have down here, this was my last ceremony that I did in uh, Baja, Mexico in November of last year. My wife, and she had her 50th uh, birthday. We did a yoga retreat down there and we had no plans of doing this. But in the yoga retreat, we met this amazing woman who was connected to like indigenous in uh, Baja, Mexico. And this guy right here is literally a trained Amazonian shopman. That dude is straight up from uh, the Amazon in South America. I forget which country. He's not from Peru. But he lives in Mexico right now. And He came out and he gave me and Monica a, 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 a sunrise ceremony of bufo. And it was so profound. I mean, imagine literally being in the source field as the sun came up, comes up and washes over your body. And you can't see right here, but the shadow behind me was an umbrella. He has like an umbrella. The guy does ceremonies for people right on the beach. Some of the most profound thing you could ever experience. But again, you know, I say nature is God, which is, you know, in my mind the, the way I quantify it, the unified field of everything and nothing. Right. Yeah. Grounding. I just said that to you this before we went live, right? Like you, you feel sick from the big C. Uh, the, the quickest way to overcome feeling that is getting away from this. Because these things, these EMFs here are very harmful. I, mean, I won't get into that. Rex has been measuring it for, what, 10 years? I mean, so, like, go out into nature, put your feet in the grass, put your feet in a stream, a lake, the ocean, the sand is amazing if you live near a beach. And and, and get rid of the EMF. And, and, and you can absolutely do it. I mean, again, Mother Nature is your greatest defense to, uh, you know, EMF radiation. I think this is where we get bogged down and we, you know, we get caught up in the whole like, you know, good and bad, you know, dark and light, you know, good versus evil. And so I really like talking about the law of balance <clears throat> and, you know, you know, start thinking if you really want to set this up before I go deep into this is like thinking of Star Wars, you know, the, uh, the, the, the trilogies and just the ideology of Star Wars. And, you know, you have the, the force and you have the, so you got, you know, the good, the good, the light side of the force and you got the dark side of the force, which, again, is light and dark. But uh, so, it, you know, let me just preface this by saying, you know, without freaking people out, because I know people resist to this. But if you understand that you are not all of us are not separate from the love of God, source, divine creation, Force, scale life force, energy, whatever you want to call it, there's nothing really bad in the universe. There's just two states of emotion love and fear so if you choose to be in a state of fear which again is your choice now obviously you have a lot of things that may or may not happen to you in your life but again your choice is always how you define the things that happen to you and the way you label them perceptually right so in my you know ego driven first 44 45 years you know i define things as like disasters collapses debacles bad things happening to me Um, But as I became more consciously advanced and aware, you know, I started looking at all those things and started defining them as the greatest opportunities, because in those opportunities, I evolved above and beyond them. I evolved through the contrast that those opportunities provided them. So, again, everything is perception. You're either in a love field or frequency, which is, again, resonance or coherence, or you're in a fear state or frequency, which is dissonance incoherence so your choice is always your choice i always like to say on social media dissonance or resonance you get to choose um evil right negative things parasitic uh, energy fields or frequencies or occurrences are from the fear that we have as humans which is again which causes separation but remember separation is a myth because ultimately we are still in the energy field of god who created us or divinity whatever you want to call it source creation universal consciousness and when we're separate when we think separation we are in a personality split that makes us think that we don't have god on our side god's the enemy we're outside of the field of source which is not true we're imagining that it's pure illusion because again, nothing or no being exists beyond the love of God. All things exist within the mind and heart of God, even those we judge to be evil. Now, I'm going to get deeper to that. If you resist that, uh, so just as God was created in our image, so was "quote unquote" Satan, the Devil, Patah, you know all the names, Demiurg, Yaldabaoth. I mean, even the Gnostics said that you know uh, the, he was the creation of Sophia, which is like a, a, a duplication or a copy. You know the the uh, what do you call it the the, the imitated light. Uh, you know, Huna, the 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 shaman, you know, Huna Flash, you know, he talks about uh uh what is it, not the invisible light, but cre- uh, you know, um the copy, I forgot what it calls, not light. Yeah, I forget the name of it right now, but I, I don't want to lose my my train of thought here. But uh um again, everything is existing in the mind heart of God. And if you understand that, then there is nothing evil, it's just the separation of our mindset. So the devil and God archetypes, okay? of of human beings' capabilities, right? We have our greatest dreams and our worst nightmares. Obviously, the greatest dreams are love and the worst nightmares are fear. Uh, We are capable of great miracles, compassion, and kindness, and just the same, great cruelty and atrocities. And again, these are always a reflection of our inner state. If our inner state is fear-based, we're in apathy, guilt, despair, blame, shame, humiliation, miserable. And if we're love-based, we're in love, reverence, serenity, joy, benign, reason, understanding. Right. So when you think about this, when we, when we incarnated as souls into these bodies into our physical experience, which isn't real, we're imagining this again to evolve and grow our soul. Cause again, we are energy beings. Our primary goal was focused on survival of our physical body, which is the reptilian consciousness, the DNA of the reptilian mind, which again is our name, our personality. It keeps us alive. It's very needed as Rex said at the very beginning of the show, um, and that was the primary goal, which was to, to stay alive, to keep the physical body alive, right? So we become attached to our physical bodies as all that is. And I like to call this as body consciousness. So we become very body conscious. And most people, unfortunately, where we're at right now, and I know it's changing, the great awakening is happening, but most people are still mostly concerned with their body consciousness because they don't look at themselves as an infinite, eternal spiritual being they think of themselves as this body and then when you think of yourself as a body you're ultimately going to think about your life expectancy and your finite existence and death and then you're afraid of physical death and then you know death being afraid of death ultimately leads you into a state of fear in most things right but because we have this or despite our deep association with our physical bodies we always still have our eternal connection with our higher self which again is our divine aspect the source right and that higher self pulsates with the constant will to love. And that's absolutely true. That's not even debatable. But as we externalized ourselves with our physical body, which is what everybody has to do and goes through, we also externalized our knowing, which has allowed us to invent a personalized God. And Rex, you, you know this. We talked about this in the Decoders of Truth podcast. You know, uh, this is what I call Santa Claus sitting on a golden chalice in the side with a with a trident, you know, with a white robe and a white beard, which is, again, popularized by Abrahamic religious teachings. And and what's important about this is that we became subservient to that externalized image of God. And we cease to experience the real source God or, 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 again, the higher self, the aspect of our higher self, the light of being, the Christ of our own consciousness. And the knowing that that authority really does come from that inner knowing and that inner higher self, which is the inner God or divinity inside you. And again, every one of us has this. So the experience of physicality, which is, again, living in this physical body, body conscious, we created a scenario where everything was external, including God, right? So it's like you think of people today who are living in fear consciousness. Everything is externalized, okay? Their externalization is, you know, my doctor said, my priest said, You know, tea and the white hats are coming to save me. Everything is externalized. It cannot take ownership and personal accountability and sovereignty for themselves because they are their own savior. But they are externalizing it because it's easier to not take ownership. Right. So in the same way, and this is where it gets confusing. So follow me here. Satan, the devil, Pata, the dark energy, Yaldabaoth, you know, the Demiurge. And then, of course, the evil forces and conspiracies are then created as a representation of our worst fears. Now, I don't want people to think that these aren't real, because they are. We create these, as you said earlier, Rex, with our thought and our thoughts of, and our consciousness. We're programming our reality with our thoughts, right? So fear-based things ultimately manifest as like an agreed an egregious gore. But as these negative forces work that work against us are real, but the product of those who have forgotten again that all power lies within. So if you got 80% of humanity wrecks the collective consciousness and again i'm using that as an estimation vibrating in fear well then you're going to create a lot of fear-based reality you're you know i mean you're going to have everything and anything possible you know demons insectoids abductions all of this stuff is a creation of our thought constructs in this third dimensional reality which of course we know we have the ability to create so, are you going to create out of love or create out of fear? Well, if 80% of people are creating out of fear, you know what's going to show up, right? So, the Earth's consensus reality is always a pure reflection of the consensus of our beliefs. And I like to say our knowing, because beliefs is a word that Pierre Sabak would tell you is B E capital L I E F, right? So, that word belief is what the Abrahamic religious teachings or adherents and builders of that religion would cause people to think. Because if you believe, you don't know. You believe. You put the energy of belief and not the, the energy of love, which is no, Or I'm not knowing, not know, but knowing or awareness, cosmic awareness. So most believe the universe is a hostile place, and we have to protect ourselves against it. This is very typical of souls who have yet to awaken to the way I've been talking about, which is, again, 80% of humanity right now, estimated, right? This is why religion governments, and entertainment have so much control because we are giving away our power to all the leaders in those fields, doctors, politicians, actors, priests, because they are all representational saviors, people who have have been conditioned, who, who we have been conditioned to quote unquote need. Until we realize as a collective that we are divine, empowered, and sovereign beings, right, and that all power comes from within us via our higher selves, which, again, is our superconscious wisdom, the uh, the light of being, the vibration of humanity is not going to shift into a neutrality or acceptance level, which, by the way, is like 200 to 250 on the quantified field, which is, again, courage, right? So I have, think of it like this. I have the courage to say to my employer, because I am resisting the, you know what, F you, I'll go get another you know, J-O-B, that is what courage comes in. That's when a person is like taking ownership, personal accountability and sovereignty. And they're like, no, you don't control me. I have control over myself and I am moving to a place of courage. And I am saying, go F yourself, right? So that's courage for like a very visible, tangible understanding of where you have to be. Now, obviously people like me and you, Rex, are so above that. Because of who we are, and what we do, you know, that would never be a thought construct for us. But the the average person, you know, who's living in the matrix, who has a box, a sandbox, you know, this is my job, this is how much money I make, this is how much bills I have to pay, I got to send my kid to college, blah, 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 my second home mortgage, you know, go to the river, my boat, you know, those people live in a box. And for them to get out of that box and to increase their vibrational frequency, they have to get to a place of courage. And as Dr. Hawkins says, going from a place of 175, which is pride, stubborn pride and ego, reptilian consciousness to courage is the greatest jump of frequency in a human being's life. So once you go from like, you know, again, stubborn pride, you know, scorn, arrogance, whatever to courage, all things become possible because now you have resisted the man. You told the Rothschilds that you weren't going to bank with them anymore. You see what I'm saying? Like you have gone from like, I'm a sheeple NPC, you tell me what to do, to now a person who is conscious and is like, you know what, I don't know how I'm going to evolve from here, but I'm saying no. I recognize that I'm a sovereign, empowered, free being, and I'm going to control my reality. And so here's the, the woo-woo consciousness aspect of this. When you resist and, and move out of your box that you've been living in your whole life, energy demands... Uh, equilibrium so you change that field that space you've quit that job you've resisted that you know controlling ruler figure and all of a sudden rex you just freed up space for something better to come into your life but you again have to move from arrogant pride 175 to courage But once you do, everything in your life changes because at courage, you can move up the field another 200 points and you go right up into reason and love and joy. It's happened in my life. You know, when I got out of the quote-unquote wage world, so did you. And I started creating my reality and controlling my income and living the way I wanted to. Everything changed. All this shifted for me. And I'm not saying that you have to become an entrepreneur if you're listening and you're one of those people that's in a cubicle. But what I am saying is, you have to have courage to stop and resist and stand up for what is right, and that's where a lot of people are unable to do. Rex.
1: Well, I mean it's the it's the mindset. It's the I, we were talking about this the other day, and I remember Gerald and I talked about this geez, sure. years ago, where we're talking about the DNA manipulation. If we were yep. Manipulated, if our DNA was manipulated for a specific purpose, then would there be safeguards in that DNA to prevent people from getting to a certain level of consciousness, like safeguards with artificial yes. intelligence, right? So yes. we are there the intelligence of the gods. Whether or not we were the gods, or not us personally, but our ancestors or humans that claim to be gods or maybe the definition of god is different then versus now and i would say for most people it is yep but supposedly we were created to do the work for the gods that makes us right artificial intelligence when i say artificial i don't mean fake doesn't mean not real artificial in artificial intelligence terms means intelligence created by man and if we were created by the gods then we are in we're, we're the cylons dude right we are the cylons that's right that's right okay a couple more sections am i cool to still
2: go totally yeah cool and then we'll summarize this at the end and you know give you know very uh actionable solutions uh so let me share so this is so i love this is my favorite section of this
1: right on jay is a plethora of knowledge i want to thank you so much for watching the podcast check us out